Welcome in everybody, good morning. It is Thursday, the 30th of May, which means tomorrow is the beginning of the Division Three College World Series here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and I will be there covering the event. Um, I'm definitely going to be there the first two days. I'm going to try on Sunday. I think there's some games Sunday. I'm going to try to make at least one of those, um, but I will be giving updates pretty much all day Saturday, or Friday and Saturday, um, as I have the days off, and I have a, I was, um, applied for a media pass and was granted one, so we will be at the tournament this year. Um, this is the first year of four for Cedar Rapids hosting this tournament, so this is an awesome thing. Um, so by no means am I an expert at, um, Division Three baseball. I, this is really, like, my first... Uh, adventure into um, Division Three baseball, as I should say. So I'm just going to kind of give you a brief rundown. I, you know, I haven't hardly seen any of these teams play. Um, I'm kind of just flying, going into this two uh, with a new look on baseball, as I've as I've mostly only ever seen um, Washington State play in Division One. And then, of course, Lewis Clark State College in the NAIA, and I've seen a few of those NAIA teams that consistently make it to that tournament. So, it's a little bit different. Pardon me, I just I just woke up. I'm I'm recording this before I head to work. Um, so I'm gonna give you like brief rundowns. If I miss somebody, and you're from one of the teams, and then you may listen to this, I apologize in advance. Um. My work schedule and all that makes this tough. This podcast isn't perfect. Anybody who's listened to it or knows, I you know, this is always a work in progress for me. Um, eventually, at some point, I will get it down. Um, but I did do some research. I've kind of highlighted who I think is going to be, um, or who I thought is important players on the team, guys that have the high marks that, you know, look like they're performing well and could continue. So, we're going to kick it right off. Um, I'm going to open up the bracket here. There are eight teams in this tournament, a little bit different than I'm used to. The NAI has ten, so just two less teams. And, uh, excuse me again. We have Chapman University, the Chapman University Panthers. Um, they are from Orange, California. They play in the Southern California Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. They were 38 and 11 overall in the season, 19 and 5 in their conference. They are coached by Scott Laverty in his sixth th- sixth season at the helm of the Panthers. He and his team defeated Concordia, Texas, to get to where they are here in Cedar Rapids. So um, I'll give you a little rundown on them. Um, their leading batter on the team is Tristan Tristan. Kavidic, he has a 315 average, four home runs, nine stolen bases, 28 RBIs on the season. I've looked at his stats. He's he's a pretty pretty solid hitter. Um, going down the list, you know, their hitters wise, uh, Brad Shimbaku, he's thir- uh, 313 batting average, no home runs, 12 stolen bases, 19 RBIs. So, lots of guys on this list have double digit RBIs for the Panthers. So they like to score runs. Um, there's Drew Litwin at 306, no home runs, 12 stolen bases, 29 RBIs. Henry Zeisler leads the team with six home runs, 258 batting average, four stolen bases, 25 RBIs. And the team leader in stolen bases is actually Alex Tiserta, 2.0 or .253 ERA, ERA, 
batting average. We're not talking about pitchers yet. Um, one home run, 20 stolen bases, and 20 RBIs. So the the main guys in that lineup that produce, I mean, it, from what I've seen on the whole list, that team is very good at producing runs. Um, you win 38 games in a season. That's pretty good. Uh, Pitching-wise, I was able to find something later last night. Uh, Tyler Peck, he leads the nation in strikeouts. He's got 150. Um, when I was originally doing this, I did this show once, messed up, got rid of it, started again here. I had a guy that I thought had the most Ks, but I found something on uh, Chapman's Twitter, and then a story that they had where they talked about Tyler Peck. He's got a 1.7 uh, 3, 1.73 ERA, so he's, he's probably their best pitcher, um, and then Nick Garcia on their team has nine saves as a cumulative team pitching-wise, uh, 2.92 e team ERA, four complete games, and it looks like they have about 482 strikeouts, so Chapman looks like they could be a very good team. They'll be taking on in the first game of the day, which actually starts at 10 o'clock tomorrow. That is Washington and Jefferson from Washington, Pennsylvania. They are the presidents. Uh, they play in the PAC conference. Um, I believe what is called the President's Athletic Conference. 37 and 11, 21 and 3 in conference. Only lost three games in conference. Not too shabby. Uh, coached by Jeff Mountain in his 17th season. They defeated Misericordia in the Supers, uh, Super Regionals to get here to Cedar Rapids. Um, their mate, their their Batting average leader and stolen base leader is Dante D'Alessandro. 360 batting average, two home runs on the season, 14 stolen bases, and 41 RBIs. Um, Mullins Socha, Soka, if I mess up his name, I apologize. Uh, I am not a word person um, or a name person by any means. So if any, if you, if any of them hear this, Stop Stop me at the field if you see me and, and tell me uh, I screwed up your name. Uh, but Mullen ha is batting 358, eight home runs, team leader there, nine stolen bases, and he's also the team leader in RBIs with 49. <coughs> um, James Artail, 340 batting average, seven home runs, one stolen base, and 44 RBIs. Um, Pitching-wise, their team... I mean, it's. I think it's a pretty good pitching rotation or pitchers. Um, the top ones I found was Ben Marisco, 11-1, 54Ks, 3.29 ERA. He has two complete games on the season, 82.1 innings pitched. Um, the next best that I wrote, I didn't write everybody down. Um, these are just the ones that, as I've seen so far, that are the top. Garrett Hartshire. 6-1, 40Ks on the season, 2.75 ERA, 52.1 innings pitched. And then Clay Martin, 11 saves on the season, 4-2-2 ERA, 32 innings pitched. And their cumulative team ERA is 3.62. So that looks like it could be a very good matchup in the first game of the day. We move on to our second game of the day, which is a 115 game, barring anything bad happening. We've had some crazy weather here in the last 24 hours in Cedar Rapids. I'll go over that at the end, hopefully, if I remember. Um, but we have, honestly, what I think is one of the coolest mascots. I wouldn't say it's the best, because beings as I've never seen any of these teams play, 
and I've never really, I've actually really never heard of any of these universities besides one. Um, I think this school has one of the funnest mascots and one of the coolest mascots I think I've seen in a long time. They are the Webster University Gorlocks. Um, as I remember, it's like a mixture of like several different creatures. I looked it up last night and I know it has a St. Bernard's face, um, but you'll, you'll just have to look it up. It's great. Um, they're from St. Louis, Missouri. They part, they competed, compete in the SLIAC, the St. Louis Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, 37 and 11, 18 and 4 in their conference. The Gorlocks are coached by Bill Courage, 13th season, and they defeated Concordia University of Chicago in the Super Regionals to get where they are today, which is here in Cedar Rapids, um, which I believe all the teams are here because there's stuff going on tonight. Um, I won't be there, but that's okay. Um, batting average-wise, Ben Swartz leads the team, three, 361 average, seven home runs, 15 stolen bases, 52 RBIs. A.J. Smith, 333 average, three home runs, 30 stolen bases, 12 RBIs. Uh, Nate Thole, three... Nate Thole, 325, two home runs, 23 stolen bases, 21 RBIs. Kyle, Kyle Kent, 2.295 er, batting average, seven home runs, nine stolen bases, and 40 RBIs. And then Aaron Hop, 250 batting average, 23 stolen bases, and 22 RBIs. Cumulative, the team has a 2.90 ERA. And 354 strikeouts. The leader on the team in wins is Matt Mulhern, 12 and 2, 100 strikeouts on the season. He's he's pretty good. Five complete games, 99.1 innings pitch, and 1.99 ERA. Um, next in line would be Sean Bever, Beaver. I'm gonna say them both just so I don't mess it up. Eight uh, eight and three on the season, 68 strikeouts, no saves, two complete games, 82.1 innings pitched. 2.51 ERA, and Adrian Santiago, 7-2 and two on the season, 55 strikeouts. He is the save leader for the Gorlocks, 9 saves on the season. No complete games, but 51.1 inning, or 53.1 innings pitched and a 2.36 ERA. So the Gorlocks, another team. Not a bad pitching rotation, and then everything I looked at, they've got some solid guys in there that can come in and fill a uh, some holes. I, you know, I honestly do not know who their starters would be. Um, but if I had to guess, and he's had enough rest, it's probably going to be Mulhern. We'll probably start, and he will more than likely, I, if that's my guess, will start against <clears throat> the University of Massachusetts Boston, UMass. We're going to call him UMass Boston from now on. Shorten that up a little bit. Uh, the Beacons, and the Beacons are from you guessed it, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, they play in the Little East Conference. They are coached by Brendan, and I and I asked them nice. I was kind enough, and they were kind enough to send me a correct pronunciation of his last name because he has a crazy cool last name. His name is Brendan Igabrot. Igabrot. I hope I said that correctly. But thank you for the pronunciation, um, UMass Boston Athletics, the person who runs your Twitter. You are a kind soul. Thank you for that. Um, Igerbrod is in his 15th season with the Beacons. Uh, 35-12 this season. Overall, 13-3 in the Little East Conference. They defeated New England College in the Supers. It took them all the way... They took them all the way to a third game. Um, they won the first one. I believe they lost the second. And then defeated them in the third. 
uh, leading the team. I'm gonna say this, this, this guy sounds like an absolute beast on the, uh, on the diamond there. Nick Herzog, 378 batting average, 11 home runs, 23 stolen bases, 55 RBIs. Uh, Kyle Badrias, 354 average, two home runs, one stolen base, 39 RBIs. And then Eddie Riley, 324, five home runs, 15 stolen bases, and 23 RBIs. So that's that's just kind of the main um, hitters I saw. They have a 30, 309 team batting average. Um, so that's a that's something to be proud of there. I mean, if your whole team is average batting of 300, you, you, I mean, you win 13 games in your conference, you only lose three, I think, and they went 35 and 12. That's a pretty, that's nothing to uh, be sad about. <coughs> Scary, I'm, I'm just, I'm fighting a little bit of a allergies here, so. Pitching-wise, uh, Fernando Burgos, He's a senior, 8-0 on the season for the Beacons, 51 strikeouts, 3.08 ERA, 73 innings pitched. Uh, down the list a little further, Tyler Arda, I think I, I can't even read my own writing, Aruda. Um, if I screwed that up, let me know. Uh, 71, or 71, 7-1 on the year, 42 strikeouts, 1 save, 1.94 ERA, uh, Dylan Fashampour. 7-2 and two on the season, 50, 53 strikeouts, no saves, 2.72 ERA, 59.2 innings pitched. Ben Gottsman, 5-0 on the season, 58 strikeouts, no saves, 1.83 ERA, 54 innings pitched. And Bobby Tremendazzi, 3-2 on the season, 43 strikeouts, 12 saves. He is the saves leader on the Beacons this year. And a 1.47 <clears throat> ERA for him. 36.2 innings pitched. So, overall, after looking, you know, as I'm giving you just kind of highlights here, the Beacons look like a really good team, um, to be honest with you, if I'm if I'm dead honest. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to pick a favorite in this, in this team um, or in this category or for this tournament. I just, I can't do it because I honestly have not seen these teams all season. Um, but I, I would say the Beacons, I mean, the Beacons are pretty, look like a pretty strong team, so we'll see. I think all of these teams look pretty, <coughs> pretty strong, but you gotta be a strong team if you're gonna make it to, uh, the World Series, so. All of these teams definitely, from the looks of it, deserve to be here, so. Game three of the day, which is slated to start at 4.30 tomorrow, it is Babson College, they are the Beavers. Um, they hail from Babson Park, Massachusetts. And they are 38-8 and eight on the season. 15-2 and two in the conference. They play in the NUMAC conference. Uh, defeated Cortland in the Super Regionals. And they are coached by Matt Noon in his 17th season. Um, they are led in batting. There's two tied at 333. That is Jake Oliger. He has eight home runs, 15 stolen bases, 53 RBIs. That's in 46 games played this year. The guy, uh, the player, he's tied with is Connor Gill. Connor played 30 games this year, so there could be an issue where he might not have played the first half of the season, or he played the last half of the season. Not 100% sure, but still 3.33 batting average. He's got no home runs, 14 RBIs, and that's a that's not not too bad in 30 games. 
Uh, going down the list, Sean Harrington, 45 games he played. Um, 3.324 batting average. He has two home runs and 35 RBIs on the team. Um, and you go down a little further, uh, Eric Juan, 44 RBIs, 270 batting average. Um, and the team leader in home runs, it looks like, is Nicholas Brown. He's batting 258 on the season in 42 games, and he has 39 RBIs. So the Beavers look very, very good uh, pitching, pitching-wise. I mean, their, their team average, I should say, in batting is 300, and they have hit uh, 29 home runs as a team this year. So uh, pitching-wise, if you look at kind of where their pitching is, um, they've got a couple guys here. It looks like almost every pitcher on the team has made an appearance this year in a game. Um, they have two complete games all year. Michael Gennaro, Granero, Gennaro, uh, 1.65 ERA. He has 12 appearances, 8-3 and three on the season, um, 87.1 innings pitched. Um, he's only given up four home runs on the season, so not a bad, not a bad looking uh, staff there. Their next closest, uh, the next pitcher tied is, I would say he's tied in wins. Um, he's 8-0 on the season, 10 appearances, uh, 9 starts, and that is Joey Allard. He has 48 innings pitched um, with 44 strikeouts. Uh, Granero has 66 strikeouts. The next strikeout person closest to those two is Michael Nachi, 3-2 uh, on the season, uh, 10 appearances, 46.2 innings pitched, and then 45 strikeouts. Uh, the saves leader on the team is Max Tannenbaum with 7. Uh, Tyler Bell has 2. And William Gallagher with 1. So there's a few guys that can step in and play uh, some roles there, it looks like, in the pitching staff. Overall, the Beavers have a 3.23 ERA on the season and have a total of 355 strikeouts combined. So... Babson looks like they could be another good team. I mean, 38-8. and eight. Pretty good. Uh, so we'll see how they that plays out. They will be taking on a team that I've only ever heard of that plays like lacrosse, and that's Johns Hopkins University, the Blue Jays, out of Baltimore, Maryland. Now, I didn't know, know they had a baseball team, but I should know this. Um, most schools have a baseball team, but I didn't realize that Johns Hopkins had one. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland, the Blue Jays. They play in the Centennial Conference, 35 and 11, 3 and 15 in the Centennial Conference. They defeated Shenandoah University uh, in the Super Regionals, and their head coach is Bob Babb. Cool, easy last name to remember. 40 season. He's in his 40th season with the Blue Jays. So that's, I say that's a pretty impressive feat. Um, he, I mean, I'm, I'm reading about him, and he's. He's quite the, uh, he reminds me a lot of Ed Sheff of the LCSE Warriors. If you don't know who Ed Sheff is, Ed Sheff is, you should uh, look it up. This was updated in January of 2017, so he very well, um, he very well could, I would say if that's 17, I mean, he's probably in his 40-something or 40s, 42nd or 43rd season. I mean, the man is, the man is coached there a long time, so good for, good for him. Um, and good for the Blue Jays. Uh, like I said, they defeated they defeated Babson or not Babson. They have to play Babson. Uh, defeated Shenandoah to get here. 
Um, I will find their statistics. I had, I thought I had it pulled up. Oh, I did. I'm a, I'm a dummy. Uh, leader in the team in batting is Mike Eberle, three point, uh, point three seven point, batting average. So he's batting three seventy four. Pretty good. Forty six games played. He has four home runs, forty four RBIs, and nine stolen bases. Uh, going down the list here, you know, you got Chris D. De, De Giacomo, I apologize if I screw up your name, 338 average, 12 home runs, uh, 47 RBIs, 2 stolen bases. Nate Davis has 16 home runs, 331 average, 44 RBIs. Uh, lots of guys on this team. They like to hit home runs. I think total, they had 80 home runs on the season. Um, and it looks like almost everybody on the team appeared at least at least once this season. Um, yeah, it looks like everybody on their team at least made, played a position or made an appearance this year. Um, they are overall a 289 team. Like I said, they hit 80 home runs uh, in 46 games so far. So the Blue Jays. I mean, if you're gonna hit, if you're gonna hit 80 home runs, that's an impressive, impressive thing to do there uh, as a team. So lots of homers. This team, it like, seems like it likes to swing the bat quite a bit. Um, pitching staff wise, they are led in wins. Where's my wins here? They are led in wins by Jack Bunting, 13 and 0 on the season, 16 appearances, 11 starts, two complete games. He's got 77.2 innings pitched. Um, given up 75 hits, 67 strikeouts on the year, and only given up two home runs. Not, not too bad. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, going down the list, your next one, I mean, say your saves leader on the Blue Jays is going to be, uh, let's see here, Josh Hekia, Hekia, it's an interesting last name, H-E-J-K-A, um, I'll let you sound that out, 66 innings pitch. 52 strikeouts, like I said, nine sa- or six saves on the year, six and two on the season, and an ERA of 3.10. Um, the team in- leader in ERA, like lowest ERA, is 1.69. Uh, that is Jasper Carmichael. Uh, he made 17 appearances this year, two wins, no losses, one save, 21.1 innings pitched, and he has 25 strikeouts. So overall, as a team, 410 ERA, um, and strikeouts-wise, I believe they struck out 347 batters. So not a bad pitching staff. They they obviously did what they needed to do to get them here um, to Cedar Rapids. So as we move on, we move on to the final matchup of the day. Um, and that is going to be the 745 game. That is Birmingham Southern and Heidelberg University. Um, I'm going to talk about Birmingham Southern first, and I'm going to give you a fun little fact. I think it's, I believe, I am 100% right in this fact. So Birmingham Southern. Birmingham Southern hails from Birmingham, Alabama. That's a fact, of course. Um, they play in the Southern Athletic Conference. They are 39-13, and 15-6 and six in their conference. They defeated Coe College from right here in Cedar Rapids uh, down in Birmingham to punch their ticket here. <coughs> and uh, they are coached by Jan, we- Jan Weisberg, 14th year. Interesting fact about Birmingham Southern. Now, when I was a kid, um, 
I, like I said, I have followed the NAI World Series. I actually went to Lewis Clark State College, which is an NAIA school. And in 2001, Birmingham Southern came to Lewiston, won their conference, and got to come play in their turn in our in the World Series up there. And we were favored to win. We didn't think Birmingham Southern would beat us. We I think we lost a game, um, so we were out almost. And we got all the way to the championship game, and along came the Birmingham Southern Panthers and defeated us in 2001 for the NAI championship. So, it has been many years, but I finally get to see Birmingham Southern College play again, uh, but this time in Division Three, They won that title, and then the very next year in 2000, I believe, two, they moved to Division Three. So, here they are. Here we are again. Like I said... 39 and 13 on the season, 15 and 6, uh, and they defeated Co. to get where they are, and they'll take on Heidelberg. Uh, let's take a look at their stats for the season. They're on a four-game win streak, and their team batting average is 304. So not a bad, uh, not too shabby there for the Panthers. Uh, Pitching-wise, we're gonna look at their pitchers first. Uh, the leader on the team is Richie Masisha Masika. Masisha? Interesting last name. Baseball players have awesome last names. 9-1 on the season. He also has 6 saves, uh, 50 innings pitched, and 57 strikeouts on the season. Um, Jake Cook, 7-2 on the season, 69 strikeouts, 88.1 innings pitched, and a 3.77 ERA. Um, Richie's ERA is 2.13. Um, going down the list, John Michael Shirley, 70 Ks. 71 innings pitched, 303 ERA. Um, you know, he and he's got a save, John Michael Shirley, Andy Hammond, 66 innings pitched, 380 ERA, 45 strikeouts. Um, and then the person with the lowest ERA that it looks like I've seen in a little while is uh, Hanan Muldoon, Muldoon uh, junior pitcher, 17 appearances, 5-1 and one on the season, 1 save, 45 innings pitched, only given up one home run, but with a .99 ERA. Overall, together, they're a 3.48 ERA as a team, and strikeouts, they have 380 total. So, batting-wise, like I said, the team has a 304 batting average. Uh, leading the way, it looks like we've got Tyler Weiss, the senior catcher. Two stolen bases on the year, uh, 54 RBIs. Uh, in 209 at bats, so he likes to. They like to hit the ball quite a lot. And he's been up, you know, 209 times this year. Uh, 354 average. Um, you've got Cole Stedman. Um, 340 average. Stolen bases with 10. Uh, one home run. Tyler Wise also had six home runs on the season. If I didn't mention that, uh, Will Toner. Um, he is a 265 average. Two stolen bases and 23 RBIs. And then uh, their stolen base leader is Brian Williams with 16. He also has four home runs on the season. Tyler Hamill, uh, four, nine home runs on the season, 331 average, and 42 RBIs. So altogether, they have 305 RBIs as a team. Um, it looks like almost everybody on their list, batting list-wise, has made a an appearance at least in a game. Um, maybe not, but, but overall, Panthers look like they could be a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool team to watch. Kind of fun to see that I get to 
go back and watch them again. So uh, it's been a few years, but it's nice to see you again, Birmingham Southern. I, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, Heidel, uh, no, I'm not still bitter about you guys beating LCSE. Maybe just a little bit, but that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Heidelberg University out of Tiffin, Ohio. Um, I believe they are, they look like they could be the Knights. Um, really cool Knight logo. Um, got a sword and everything. Orange and black. I love the colors, orange and black. Um, my graphic designer in me is just like, oh, I like colors and stuff. I'm not being a sports guy right now, but um, maybe when I'm done with the tournament, I'm going to rank all eight teams' logos. Um, right now, the front runner, I would have to say, is UMass Boston. I do like their logo a lot, but we'll talk about that as we get further into the tournament. Um, I do like that Lighthouse logo. It's pretty cool. Uh, they play in the Ohio Heidelberg. Back to Heidelberg. Ohio Athletic Conference. Chad Fitzgerald is their head coach. Fifth season with them. 35-15 and 15 on the year. 14-4 and four overall in their conference. Uh, they defeated Wooster in the Super Regional. They have a team batting average of three, or 300, 328. Um, On-base percentage of 407. 0.407. 31 home runs as a team. Um, let's take a look at their lineup here. Some of these, I'm glad that there are people out there that plug these stats, and so do the people that work in athletic departments and put out stats for people like me so I can report on this stuff. I appreciate you. I appreciate anybody like social media people as well who may have reached out to me as well. So I'll talk about that too at the end. Um, leading the team in average, looks like it's going to be uh, Kane Bateman. with He's batting 400. The man likes to hit the ball. I mean, he is... He's hitting the ball well. Let's look at his stats here. 35 RBIs. No home runs on the year. But he has had 57 hit, uh, 84 hits in 210 at-bats um, and five stolen bases on the year. Uh, Kyle Jenkins, 349 batting average, uh, seven stolen bases, <clears throat> three home runs, and 47 RBIs. Uh, Matt Sykes, senior outfielder, he has 73 hits, 54 RBIs, Eight home runs. I believe he is the team leader. He is the team leader in home runs there with eight. Uh, seven stolen bases on the year. 350, 365 batting average. As we roll down the list here a little further, uh, Zach Doran, 16 stolen bases, 314 average. Two home runs, 23 RBIs, 159 at-bats. Um, and then you have Tyler Smith, 10 stolen bases, 347 batting average. Um, 20 RBIs, no home runs on the year up to this point that I have reported here. But right there, I mean, you've got, uh, let's look here. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 guys batting at least above, above three, 300 and above. Um, I think the closest to 300 we get is uh, Keaton Mark at 314. Um, and then everybody else is pretty much like 347, 342, 356. Two, I mean, you've got a lot of solid hitters on this team. So Heidelberg could be somebody to watch, um, you know, hitting-wise. I mean, if they can keep this momentum rolling, uh, you know, keep some it looks like this solid hitting uh, momentum rolling, I think, I think they'll be a good team. Um, Pitching-wise, let's take a look at their pitchers. Um, the wins leader for the for Heidelberg is Alex Sir Luis. Uh, one complete game, 
83 innings pitched, uh, 47 strikeouts, and he's got an ERA of 367. Um, strikeout leader, it looks like, on the team is Trevor Adkins with seven, 73. He's got a 4.58 ERA, uh, 78.2 innings pitched, 73 strikeouts, as I said. Uh, Tristan Phillips, as we go down, he's 6-0 and on the season. Trevor Atkins, by the way, 8-4 and on the season. Tristan Phillips, 6-0 and on the season, 51.2 uh, innings pitched. He has 37 Ks and a 3.31 ERA. Um, overall, together, the whole pitching staff has a 4.18 ERA. Um, the saves leader, let's see if we can find the saves leader here. Joey Wining, uh, Wenning, he is a senior. Uh, 11 saves, 25.1 innings pitched, and a 5.68 ERA. Um, the lowest ERA I'm seeing here on my screen is Caden Rollins, the freshman, 2.74. He's made, he has two wins, makes 10 appearances this year. Um, he has one uh, game started. So 23 innings pitched, not too bad, and, and 16 strikeouts. So overall, they have 310 strikeouts as a team, 4.18 ERA. And that is Heidelberg. And they round it out. So that's kind of my preview. It's it's a, a short, condensed version. Like I said, I really have, have not seen uh, any of these teams play before. So this is all brand new to me as well. Um, but I will be there tomorrow morning. I'm going to s- hopefully set up a Facebook page tonight. I'm going to do some Facebook Lives or something there. Um, and... Do some updates. I'm going to see if I can maybe talk to a couple coaches, maybe a player of the game, uh, get their thoughts, and try to get some of that out there as well. Um, I know I'm going to hopefully try to go mobile and record an episode while I'm at the stadium. It may not be up. Maybe if we do get an interview, we can interview one of the coaches, ask them a couple questions about their games. And uh, overall, I think it'll just be a fun time. Um, I'm a big baseball fan, and I appreciate that the American Rivers Conference, um, and the gentleman, I believe his name is Dan, uh, who I emailed about getting a pass. He was gracious enough, asked me some questions. Thank you to him. Um, thank you to the NCAA. Thank you to the American Rivers Conference again. Um, also, thank you to, um, I don't know who runs your social media, but at UMass Boston, or <clears throat> at UMass Beacons uh, for reaching out to me. And giving me that correct pronunciation for your coach, uh, Coach Agabrote, um, I'm hopefully would love to interview him if if we can. I'm not a great interviewer by any means, and this podcast is always a work. So I hope you have enjoyed um, this special edition of the podcast. Um, <clears throat> we are not that far off, uh, just uh, about a, a day away from the first pitch of the World Series. So... With that said, everybody have a great day. Uh, follow this follow this tournament if you can. Um, you can follow it on NCAA.com. Just look for D3 Baseball. Um, I'll be there. I'll be posting updates hopefully on Twitter, and then I'll help maybe have a Facebook. So um, with that said, enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, enjoy some baseball or enjoy NHL or whatever's going on. So with that said, thank you very much, and have a great day.